What's good? We back another episode of Unsolicited Views. It's Yay. John. <laughs> <laughs> it's John and Sid. Mel is home. Look, it's a Ravens game on today. Mm-hmm. So if it's a Ravens game on, you lose Mel. <laughs> he tried to throw in there. <laughs> Yo, he, said was, he had a rough day. No, that could be true. I know, but I think the Ravens game was over the He rough was like, day. it's too real. But he had a rough day before today. <laughs> He had a rough week. But no, but he I got you. I got so he's you. like, there's multiple reasons. I'm not coming up in there. It's all good. It's <laughs> all good. But we back another episode of Unsolicited Views. It's John and Sid. We here. Uh, back like we never left. Should have nef- never left you without a dope beat to step two. Step mm. two. Step two. <laughs> you ain't got nothing. You're not an ad libber. I'm not. I'm you not good like, on my feet. Where are you good? <laughs> That's weird. Okay. You want to talk about it? <laughs> I have to, like, be prepared for things. I'm not good at, like... Oh, you're not an ad-lib or uh, improv or... No. Okay. But other than that, so out there, thanks for listening. We appreciate your listening. We listen, We appreciate your patronage. Um, this podcast is turning a new leaf. <laughs> a, le- a leaf of... We have very busy lives. I know my life has gotten... This is the busiest I've ever been in my life in mm. a long, long, long time. So... We got a lot to talk about. We do we have a lot to talk about? <laughs> I was about to say. You like you said you had a lot to talk about. But so maybe you I, I wanted to I wanted to start um, with kind of where as you get older, as we're older now, what what brings you joy as a uh, now in your life? Because is drinking started to like be like not cool or mid, or you still can no, get drink, get still, your drink on? Yeah, I'm still drinking. Oh. <laughs> you still, but you still drinking like. Like, like how how much can you drink? I can still drink a good amount. The recovery just take a little bit longer. Like if I'm getting drunk on Sunday, on Monday, I'm working from bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's where that's where the kid changes things because your recovery, you have to count your recovery a one year old running around. So mm-hmm. that's not much of a recovery, right? So a lot of times it ends up where as though we got to choose recovery. We take shifts on a recovery day. So oh, yeah, that's I'll right. do the morning shift, and that's usually from. Seven to like one, and then my wife Cheryl should take the other shift of the recovery. I think we just for me when I have children, if I have children, I'll just have to be like get the date the babysitter for while I'm getting drunk and the next day. Oh, okay, like just stay over there. <laughs> I'll I got get you. you when I'm not hungover. That's that is simpler. It's I don't know that attachment to your kid is hard. I to mean, do that. also true. I'm saying this without having children. So I know the woman mm-hmm. listeners will appreciate. You know, so my son is totally off of, he's no longer nursing. Oh, nice. So this so is. So she's a little more freedom. A lot more freedom. <laughs> but he, he went down to one feeding a day. So like stuff like that, like I'm like, yo, I'm really old. Because that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited. Like, oh, we're no longer nursing. But then the food bill just goes up higher right. and higher and higher. This guy eats like a linebacker. And he's also getting a gut now. So it's kind of like, dog. <laughs> You keep eating like you're not stopping. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of growing he has to do right now. Yeah, so. and the cutest thing I know I'm getting sappy on the beginning of the pot is so like he hasn't been nursing so we gave him my wife gave him a bear, and his bear he goes to sleep and he kisses the bear while he's in his crib and holds it Aww. to go to sleep. I know I saw it in the camera. I almost I almost cried. I said <laughs> I'm a whole sucker out here. <laughs> that is so adorable. I'm a whole sucker because now he knows my car. So as I pull in the driveway, Aww. he's running. My wife was outside with him. He. Darted. I, I had to stop the car because I'm scared he's going to hit, run yeah. to the car. Said, right. Okay, so let's just stop here. Then I get out, got to hug him, put him down. Then I can park and the then car. You park but he watches me the whole time like, 
You're not leaving again. Oh, that's adorable. And he cries when I leave now. I said, it is adorable. Yeah. I'm lo- and it makes me nervous about like, dang, now when you're taking the people. Are you crying? Uh, no. Um, when you're taking the people's house, is he going like wild out? No, I remember being mad if my mother left in the morning and she didn't give me a kiss. Some of the times, though, it would just be that I was still asleep and don't okay. remember. But I would be pissed. So you're a kisser. Like your, your family, like y'all, y'all real affectionate. Um, I think when I was younger, yeah. You're, you're not. Are you, you don't seem super like. I think I am. Oh, wait, really? Um, yeah. I think I'm kind of oh, So you cool. like uh, kiss me every time you leave out? Oh, you, yeah. I, I love you every day? Every time I, I Every leave? day? No, no. I don't think so. Not every day. Um, when I do see my partner, yeah, probably. I got you. At least once. Yeah, I'm gonna, every time we leave each other, we got to do that. I love you. Every time we get off the phone, I love you. I don't know when this started, how it started. Yeah. And also, every time we kiss, it's three. Three kisses. I do the same thing. Two fast ones and the hold the last. Oh, no. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I just do three. I don't do many. We almost got speech. into an argument the other day because I didn't hold the last kiss. Oh, kinda, that's so cute. She's like, so do you want to talk about it? <laughs> and I was just like, what do you mean? She's like, like, I was rushing. Yeah, I'm going to work. She's mm-hmm. like, but do you want to talk about the issues that we keep having? And you know me, man brain, we always think we're in trouble. Right. So I'm just like, I ain't fuck up today. Like, what did I do? <laughs> and then she was just like, so we're never, we're not consistent with this third kiss. And you know, this is a part of what we do. So right. do you want to talk about why? I'm like, Doug, I don't have, let's talk about that. Why do you as a species woman <laughs> ask us questions that you know good? Well, we are stupid enough to not know the answer to. So what do you say? So this is often happens. All right. You make, make a mistake. You don't do something. And they say, so I want to understand your thinking. So Why? I don't have an answer because never mind. Think about an answer. All right. So if if, if someone, if a man says to you, um, I don't know, that's not acceptable, right? No, I wouldn't say that. It's acceptable. But I I will say, OK, I'll ask a bit later. Think about it. No, see, that's that's cheating. Why? If you don't so know. So it's not acceptable. I now. want you to think about it because I'm not going to say like I just mentioned, I'm not good on the spot. So I can understand if you don't have an answer. But you have an expectation of an answer. So I don't know. Eventually. But I don't know. Or at least you to think about it and consider some things. I got you. You might not have an answer, but I want you to take the time to think about it since in this moment you don't know and you don't have no kind of explanation. Think about it. Why can't I don't know be it? It can be, but with some thought. (laughs) So I don't know is not acceptable answer, guys. I'm not you saying hear. that because sometimes you just genuinely don't know. But I still, I think sometimes people say I don't know without even considering if they do actually know. But and ch- so it's like I just want you to consider right, and dig deeper mm-hmm. and see if you know. And then if you still don't know, then it's like, all right, that's the area of growth for us. So, all right, so let's talk about area of growth. It's yeah. something you and your partner have been working on, something that you basically have told him. Um this is the area in which we grow. They mess up in that area. Mm-hmm. And that defining moment right at, as it's happening, you say, so why did you do that? Or like, Not why? always. I'm just saying, but say right. you do. Okay. And he's like, oh, my bad. I, I messed up again. I'm sorry. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But then why did you do that? <laughs> no, because I think sometimes um, it takes time to like break habits. 
Mm. So I can understand, like, if you mess up. And then I might remind you, like, remember, we're working on this. It's like, you write my bad. And we move forward. So how, like, as long as you acknowledge that we're working on it, then we're good. I think every, a lot of women, I see men too, have in their head how many my bads to it before they, like, they're yeah. not. It's no longer your I bad. don't think it's a set number, but no, yeah. you're bad. Like, it's, yeah. no, you know, you're really bad. It's right. not my bad. It's no. It's, it's like, you. are you trying? Yeah. So that's why, that's how you. Okay, you can keep trying to still be, you still don't make meet the mark, but then does that mean you're not good enough? No, it's that, are we making any progress? How do you assess the progress? The, the progress is only assessed by you. If I don't- It's not, it, it should be assessed by both of us. Oh, if, it's, okay. if it's growth that we have come to an agreement that we both want to make, then we can both assess it. And so in instances where I'd be like, oh, you fucked up, if- from my partner's perspective, if he feels like he didn't or if he feels like he actually made some progress, right. communicate that. Tell me that. And I could be like, mm, okay, I see that. But what if you don't agree? Then I would say I don't agree and be like, from my perspective, you do that shit all the time. So it's You don't it seem like changed. you gridlock much. Like no. you don't get into a gridlock. You're like, it's okay. Let's That's because I'm like a sacrificial lamb though. A martyr? Yeah, same thing. That's not good. I, I Do you think it's well? I can't say it's not good <laughs> because I, clearly, as we watch *Murder at First Sight*, it's different ways people love. So I right. will say it's not that not good. Mm-hmm. I think if someone is like that, um, a, like a hopeless romantic, like you, are you hopeless romantic? Uh, I think you have to be so. if you're a, if you if you're like a sacrificer. I think you got to be a hopeless romantic because I don't think so. No, no, not nothing. Maybe I don't know. You never like to swept off my feet, like. Shoo. I think I've always desired that, but never experienced anything close to it to believe that it could happen for me. So you made me sad. <laughs> God damn. Like, why do you say that? <laughs> do you don't even believe that it's possible? Oh, yeah, I do believe it's possible. So what is the moment in life? Because I, I can remember moments in life where I felt like, yo, I'm 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 trying not to custom say the N word as much, oh. but I'm that guy like, yo, nobody can mess with me right now. Like, what was that moment for you? Have you had that moment? Probably not. You had to have that moment. You never had I'm the shit moment. Like, I'm the shit. Where's Maybe, it? like, with my grades or something. Okay, it's still like, I'm yeah. the shit. So you haven't had a I'm the shit moment since college? Maybe. Or master's? Maybe, like, we when get, I get a job and, like, the salary hitting or something like that, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm so the like, shit. So, like, do you, like, throw in the shades and be like, like, what do you do? Like, what's your celebratory I'm the shit thing? You I don't show us. do not, anything. You don't do nothing? No, I don't think so. You don't like turn on the song? You don't like twerk a little harder? Mm, I twerk right now. No. T- hold on. <laughs> just just, just twerk? Yeah. So it's, you just turn it's like music- a tick for me. So you turn music on and just start twerking? No, like I twerk to think sometimes. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Like who? So you just you know how some people like crack so, their knuckles or like twiddle their thumbs. Or so you something? want like f- my like, ass just move like palms on the ground, ass in no, the air twerk. No, it's just like standing at the counter. Oh, okay. Ass moving like oh, I thought you'd be like every you'd be home like on a teams meeting like I'm thinking and just you no, going to town. That's very unnecessary. Palms on the ground. No, <laughs> dog, you twerk to think. You could probably start a whole. I probably could movement <laughs> oh, around. Oh, twerk, twerk, t- t- twerk to think. Yeah, they call it, some people call it stimming, um, like because you're doing it while you're thinking or like un, you're not realizing that you're doing it, but mm. it's just like getting energy out. Oh, what do I do to? Or stone? like a fit? Like you know how people use fidget spinners? It's similar to that. It's just 
oh, okay. moving my ass. Interesting. Does anybody else know? Did the world just find out about you? No, yeah, I've, I have roommates that know this. Like that, you just twerk. Yeah, yeah, they are very well aware. When did you think you started this? Said twerking. Probably in college. <laughs> mm, wow. Probably in college. So yeah. you still haven't. So we got to get you an I'm the shit moment. Like, like yeah. I'm the shit. I probably have too many of them, but you got to have that moment. Why? Why do I have to have that moment? I think it's important. It's fulfilling. I think it's a confidence booster. And you know, like, don't, you know, don't play with me. You know, you see the shoulders, like, that's a part of my moment. Like, <laughs> don't play with me. Like, okay. I was, it's funny because I was in work and we were having a round robin meeting and they got to me and I said, well, yeah, I'm nothing like I am outside of work and I am here. Um, they like, well, how are you outside of work? Yeah, my, my, my supervisor kind of knew. She was like, so really? I said, yeah, like, this is, I said, I'm very calm and collected here. I said, I'm very proper as, very politically correct, but nah, mm-hmm. I'm totally like I, I really think all oh, some of this is bullshit. Like <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, but where? So code switching? Where is the? I, I struggle with code switching because I don't know how to. I guess I do code switch, but I don't know how to. Once I go over to the other side, I don't. So I I stay away from certain things. Yeah, because it's like when your company does something about diversity and inclusion, you start to say something like. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King again. Wow. Like, <laughs> very right. time. okay. Yeah. All right. But so it's just like at work, I'm very clear about, okay, this is the lane I'm in. I'm not going to step over. Mm-hmm. And you show yourself every now and then. But I think you got to be very conscious and very smart about it. Because as much as your company, I'm going to tell you, as much as jobs be like, oh, be yourself. We we appreciate diversity. They don't really want to. <laughs> it's a level to diversity. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been able to be my complete self at previous jobs. And like I still have friends for those from those jobs because I do feel like I was able to be myself. I think in my current job, I don't like the people I work with. So like. I'm just here to do my job and leave. You don't be slamming you're on them on the gonna, team's call? Like, no, you're not going to know too much of my personal information. Like, yeah. you're not going to. I'm more recluse. I think, yeah, I've become more recluse at work because of so many people have switched around. But you become yeah. more recluse. And then you always like, yeah, I got to be careful. Because when people are just starting to meet you and you show too much of yourself, they're tempted to use it against you. And it'll yeah. be weird. They'll be in a team meeting. So, Sydney, on that project, oh, are you over there twerking? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? They'll say something like that. Yeah. Or they'd be like, oh. Because, like, my old coworkers used to listen to my old podcast, and they would hear about me, like, getting drunk at work and laugh about it. And I'm like, glad you're laughing. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> look at the supermarket. All right. <laughs> Shit. Right. Um, but I was just really comfortable there. Like, I, I did feel like I could say whatever I wanted around them. Um, whereas my current job, and I don't know if this is a result of being a remote worker, mm. But I'm like, I don't like y'all niggas. Y'all do not need to know I think remote anything work, about me. Remote work kills um company morale. Yeah. And that's why I think people are about to come off of it. Because mm-hmm. all you're doing is sitting home looking for another job. Or, or not, but. Yeah, because I'm like. Because <laughs> that's the one thing I I'm love about company, it. I'm man, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, the one thing I love about it is like. I can go to the doctors during any time of the day. I can go to a hair appointment during any time of the day. I could do my laundry during the day. Like, all of that is lovely. Um, but I do think that I'd be bored. And I'm like, is mm. this because I'm yeah, just at home? Yeah, it is. You need connectedness. connectedness. And I think um, at-home work does not help with connectedness. Yeah. Um, because I was um, 
it's two sides of my company is a corporate side and then there's like the field side. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because down on the corporate side, they're very much serious about available on teams, not available on teams, oh, yeah, pinging people, so they would be mad all of that kind of stuff. To me, I was like, mine's been on, a, I'm in a meeting for like <laughs> two, three weeks. And I, I think it's changed by itself. I made a mistake and changed it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, y'all take that serious over there? My bad. Let me change it. I'm available. Right. <laughs> but it's just because it's a different culture. I'm, that's one. That's different. Corporate culture. That's a whole podcast. Because yeah. you and Melbourne probably can go into corporate culture. Yeah. But I feel I feel bad for y'all that work from home. Bad for us? Why? Yeah. Well, I'm personally a, a person that needs to be around people and to kind of feel. I don't have to be around people like all day, but I have to be working with people on something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can. I have a great individual work ethic so if i have to get something done i can but i want to know that it impacts people or touches people in some way so yeah. if it's if it's people in the in the mix i'm good because even if i gotta not see people for a couple of a while and then get to the people then i get excited yeah. but like people are very i don't know i don't know how you just work for remote from home i think because i had like in between the job i was at the longest and the current job i'm at i had a job that i was remote because they were in um, in a whole nother state, mm. but I think they were really good about still, even like outside of pandemic times, right. still having like those virtual happy hours. They would fly everybody in quarterly to get together do stuff. So it was like, I still felt good, even though I was a remote worker with them. I still felt co- very connected to them, but that's because like we met every week and just talked about mm-hmm. whatever. Um, we met for happy hours and got drunk over Zoom, like stuff like that. So I'm like, that helps me feel more comfortable with people. It's like when we're not hours. talking about, I do too. Yeah. When we're not talking about work and we were talking about other things, but with the people I work with now, I'm like, I don't even like you enough to not talk about work. Like you asked me how my weekend was fine. Do you have plans? Not really. And I'd be having whole ass plans, but I'm just like, I just don't feel like. Are you getting going, mean, Sid? Am are I you getting mean? mean? No, I don't think so. But you was so, but so short. Like you got to be more. Well, I am that way with people I don't like. All right, real quick. This is this is. I thought this was funny. We can do this, and I want to mm. do this with Mel when he gets here. Okay. So we're in the teams meeting right now. Sure. At work. I'm the director, and I'm saying, asking everybody to go around and introduce yourself. I want to hear your introducing yourself at work voice. I don't. I don't think I have an introduce myself work. All right. Voice. I'm gonna say go. <laughs> hey guys, you know. All right. I'm gonna give. You, I'm gonna play it out. Hey team, I just want to introduce you to our newest member of the team. It's her name's Sydney. Um, she just joined the team. Everybody, give a good hand round of applause for Sydney. Sydney, you got anything to say? Hey, I'm Sydney. Dog, um, that's how you coming on? Yep. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm hear Sydney. You. I'm here as a senior business intelligence analyst. I live in Baltimore. I work with such and such on my team. Nice to meet y'all. Tell us something cool about yourself. I like red wine. Dog, that's how you be? Yeah. You don't hit him with the fake corporate smile? It depends. I don't be on camera most of the time, so <laughs> I gotta why, I do like, not turn my you, camera on. Why are you? I only like turn this? my camera on if it's a one on one meeting because that's awkward as hell, but otherwise I don't turn my camera on. You, why are you like this? If I don't like you, I don't so, but so are you meaner than I know? Are you more I don't think I'm mean. Like they still think I'm a nice person. I'm just not as You seem open. very nurturing and embracing. I am. But like it's just like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. But like not like But the thing is, ask them. They're gonna love me. Like, um, one person on my team who I do not get along with, 
I they were not feeling one one day, and I just checked on them because that's human decency. And how they were like, them? "How do you know if be a team somebody ain't feeling well?" They, they communicated it. Um, you got to overshare. Yeah. Um, and I just asked them how they were doing, blah blah, and they was like, "I know, I'm sorry, I'm being a bad friend." I was like, "Bitch, friend." <laughs> But they just think I'm nice that it's like we friends. And I'm like, girl, I do not like you. <laughs> but I'm not a mean person. I'm still I wouldn't know nice. that you. Yeah, I wouldn't know what you don't like. You're very. Do you think I you think I teleport what I don't like? Yeah, you do. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was I'll be trying to be covert. I think I'm so like not honestly. And if Mel hears this, he's going to. Honestly, that's why I, I, I try to not talk so much in a group. because I'm just like I get two opinions. In what group? In the text? Yeah. I get too opinionated. So I kind of just stay back. It gets frustrating because I, I, I get really in my bag. So I, I haven't been in my bag in But like you won't be responding at all. You're right. Okay. Because I think it's important to like save conversation for when I got to talk to these folks. No, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I also but... think we should probably do more our discovery as a, as a conversation. Yeah. Versus... I'm trying. I gotta get. I think it. that's how we've gotten to some of our best topics. Is like through conversation. Yes, and then we're like, oh, let's talk about this on the pod. I think that's how we've gotten there. Mm. Um, and I just don't think we've done that as of late. So we gotta get closer. The bowling guy was very close. Yeah, we gotta play in the next one. We yeah. should. I, we should do an escape room next. I've I realized with the pod. I think we we just like we. It's like we're okay just being. I heard y'all went out without me after. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So. For the people that are listening, so <laughs> we did have a podcast outing. Um, the pod, we went out, we went to bowling, mm-hmm. which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed competitive the first game, first or second game. I got a little bit better because yeah, I'm trash. You're super trash. I, like, I always knew that. Your effort in bowling pisses me off. Like, I don't even think you try. I'm not a competitive person. I, I'm not I a competitive try. person either. Trust me. Okay, but so let me effort. explain my non-competitiveness. If I know I don't have a chance at winning, I'm not going to try. So that's how I go about bowling. Wow. See, I want to You have a therapist. I want to go. <laughs> I I said, go. What is she telling you? <laughs> it's so many glaring things. Because like, I was that way. Like I got to calculus three, and it was like so hard. And it's like I'm not even about to try. Like it was just too hard for me, so I give up. If something is too challenging, I on. just give Before up. Before we finish with this, our uh, bowling outing. Are you a runner? A track star. <laughs> I didn't know you were a runner. That's why I'm not competitive because I don't got. It. So you. So you a skate. You ate and skate. Like you you, you don't say skate. But you run. <laughs> at the first um, sign of trouble. You run? Not the first sign of trouble, no. Second? No. Third? It's just that something is too difficult for me. Especially because like I mentioned earlier, I like school because for me things came naturally. So I'm not used to being like utterly challenged. So when I get challenged mm. to the point of frustration, it's like, do I actually need this? Mm. <laughs> like I'm not going to do this thing. Wow. And so that's why, okay. like, with bowling and things like that, especially against uh, Melvin and Jamal, I know I'm not about to win. So it's like, I'm just going to toss this ball down and have fun. Like, I'm not. So I'm going to finish out bowling. So I have so much to get into with that. Okay. And then we can get into it. Yeah, because y'all went out without me and okay. didn't we're even gonna, tell me. But, so we went bowling, had a great time. The food was actually good. Bowling food is not usually that good. Those yeah, well, that's because it was like a bar and, and a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So great bowling food, and then we left. So we left. 
Sid, you left. Just tell the crowd. First of all, tell the audience. Everybody said they Sid was left going home. First. Two of y'all said y'all was about to hop on PlayStation. Right. So I'm like, all right, we all leaving. So we said we was going to leave. So we was at, And then I guess we sat there. We was like, we looked at each other. We was like, what y'all want to do? You want to go to the bar? Like, we like, Nobody we, said It was so early. And we was just like, me. we don't want to be. We, we washed, but we don't got to be that washed. So we was like, all right, let's go hit a bar. But y'all said forget I ain't going to lie. That was the best time I had at a bar in a long time. We had a lot of guys. Rub talk. it in my face. God. <laughs> it was a great bar, first and foremost. Yeah, I love that bar. It was a bar. I've been there on so many days. I almost spent like $200 because they really made drinks. <sighs> Y'all get on my nerves. And the drinks were good. Like, I we were sitting there. And we were sitting at the bar while he was making drinks. I'm going drinks. by myself this weekend. <laughs> we, we can go with you. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> we were sitting there. What, what Especially because I love that bar. What was it called? Blue, the, what was it called? Blue Bird. No. Blue Bird? I think I it think is. In the, and it has the little swings in the front. It's such a romantic place. I've been there for dates. It's fun. Dang, you get you get money, um, but no, it was a great bar because they had great mixologists. It was great drinks. Mm-hmm. The vibe was very classic, kind of medievalish, and no, nah, that's how we, bookkeepers used to be, or bookmakers. Oh, okay, bookmakers. I know what you're talking about. But we didn't intend to leave you out. So as a group, we apologize if we feel like you left us out. But we didn't. You went out to a girls thing, a girls no, night thing. No, so since y'all didn't communicate with me, it was over. I didn't go. It was the event that I was going oh. to after that was over. So. I could have turned my car around and came and met y'all at the bar, but it's cool. We had a great time. Why didn't nobody send you an invite? So now you should really be mad about that. So don't put all that weight on me. It was two other people involved. Why oh, did, no. I, if everybody why was they, here, all of y'all would get this energy, but everybody they, not here. Did, they, did, did, anybody, did anybody talk about it after? Of course. How you think I found out? You know what I'm saying? Did they say it was like, oh, it was dope? Yes. Oh, shit. It was dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I found out. Cause I'm actually going me. back. Like I'll go back to that bar just to get a drink. Yeah, that, that's what I'm that saying. Good. I like it, and I just haven't been since being there for dates and stuff. Nah. So I'm going by myself. I, I I'm really on that vibe. I can just do that every weekend rather yeah. than I don't I, need too I'm much going. hoopla. Every now and then, I need to be at a party. Forget y'all. Uh, somebody's 70th birthday party, your auntie or something. I'm like, all right, that's good. I don't need. Yeah, I like discovering bars, speakeasies, all that stuff. But I usually do it by myself. I think our next outing will be a dinner. I'm big. I'm starting to oh, be big eat? on. On dinners because so I can't. like Korean barbecue. Yeah, we can. I, I'm, yeah, I'd rather spend my money on good food, good drinks. So you don't want to do like you want to do an escape room. Um, <laughs> my brain doesn't work for an escape room. Really? Nah, that frustrates me. Really? Escape room. Unless I mean, we have, that's why I wanted to do it to see how we work together. But I, I love you know escape. What? That's room. why we're gonna do escape room. Escape room. We can day. do escape room than dinner because escape room could be like thirty minutes. Escape from. room and get get dinner. Yeah, I think and we, we actually, can actually go out together after. Yeah. We're gonna wind up liking going out together more than we will actually like actually podcasting. So then we won't podcast <laughs> no more. We like oh, we just go out. Well, no, we'll bring up stuff while we're drunk and like oh we should talk about that in the pod. Mm, okay, I'm trying to. Get or these, maybe we do a drunk pod. Or we're something. trying to get them or, or edibles, but I can't go home. Anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about, so you said challenged. So mm-hmm. around this podcast, so what is the, you said you run when you're challenged. So you I You said I run. I think you're running your track star. <laughs> um, so I, it's funny you talked about challenge because I think that's actually one of the themes of my life currently mm. um, because I'm being challenged in so many different ways. I'm being challenged uh, via career-wise and being parent-wise. And it's funny because for a long time, like my most of my twenties, and p- part of it was my most a good bit of my twenties. I was challenged relationship wise because obviously I was growing in relationship. Mm-hmm. I obviously got married, and now that's the best. But I'm like, I thought once I achieved like relationships, that relationship like z- like cruise then, control mm-hmm. that 
Dog, nothing else can get my way. But let me tell you, everything kids, else. career, everything else yeah. has everything started to take its place. Work. Yeah. So, and but the thing is, challenging a relationship. And so maybe that's what it is for me right now. I'm putting all my work in my relationship. Oh, okay. And so in the other areas, it's like, mm, eh. Challenging a relationship is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, the reason why challenging a relationship is hard because it's emotional and it pulls at you and it just eats you. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember, I think I, sh- I, sh- I might have shared this on a pod that maybe is unreleased, but it will be released. One of the toughest moments in my life was when my wife, I proposed to my wife and then we went through something and she gave me a ring back. Right, yeah. And I almost didn't get married. Mm-hmm. Um, you talking about humble how, how many months before the wedding did that happen? <sighs> Man. So that happened a little bit before. Okay. Because it was around the Thanksgiving before I got married. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that... It was a while. It was more than six months. Okay. So it was... It, but it was very... It was probably the biggest thing, biggest learning moment in my life mm-hmm. and i did not feel like the shit in that moment but it, it, it humbled me i've never been humbled like that before mm-hmm. and it made me realize because i unfortunately sometimes can be a person that in a relationship that needs to be confronted with a tough situation to make a decision what i mean by that is not an ultimatum not an ultimatum but like and to get my stuff together i'm i have to be like pressed mm-hmm. to get my stuff together rather than i can't just get it together on my own and I think since that moment, that was like the most challenging moment of my life. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. another challenging. That and graduating high school. Graduating high school was the saddest time of my life. Saddest. It time. was horrible. Like it, I felt I was three times in my life that I think I was the most challenged. All right, let's let's go in chronological order. I think the first was middle school. I hated middle school, and the kids was bullying me. So I I remember I packed the night, brought it to school. Don't even go into that story. But nevertheless, that was one challenge. The next challenge was my brother went away to the military. That was a huge challenge. That was probably, I was, I was a very depressive state. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that high school graduation, that was a very sad time in my life. It was just sad. And then my wife gave me a ring back. That was, ch- that was tough. Mm-hmm. And then while I was married, really not too much. We kind of got, COVID was great for us. I think COVID helped us. We really did a lot of deep work during COVID. Yeah. We, we made a baby, so I guess it was great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are my biggest challenging moments. So, what is your? Give me some of your your challenging moments because you have um, to know because you run. I don't think I run from challenges in relationships, but nevertheless, um, I think elementary school was a little bit hard. I got suspended a lot for fighting in elementary school. You got um, hands. Well, people was always picking on me, and my dad always told me if they hit you first. You can go hard. Mm. So I did. The only problem with that in the school system is like they don't care about who at first. Y'all both getting suspended for fighting. So I would get suspended often. Like I almost got kicked out of like first grade or PK or something. Mm. Um, But I think at that point I was acting out because I wasn't being challenged. It was pre-K matter of fact. I was not being challenged. And so I would just like I was pulling stuff off walls. I was acting up. Mm. And then they put me in kindergarten and I stopped. And I think it was because, okay, now I'm learning things that I was wilding in pre-K. <laughs> I was learning things that I didn't know. And so like being bored and it's like, y'all going over stuff that I already know, I'm going to act out. So that's like, I reacted and became challenged and rose to the occasion. Okay. Um, I think probably the only other hardest time that's like a specific time period was probably my last relationship. That mm. was, that was pretty uh, traumatic. Sh- I don't want to be funny, but what's your go-to breakup song? 
don't think I Are have. You a Mary J? Ain't gonna cry. I don't think I have one. I'm just gonna find them all. Oh, for real? <laughs> so <laughs> keep well, playing them back to back. But you gotta name one. Come on, you gotta. I give don't. Me a song. I never the first time to say goodbye, Chris Brown. No, no. No, I see it. I see it. Say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Chris Brown. Yeah. Listen, it's sad enough. Let's see if it's sad enough. <laughs> it's sad enough. Sad enough. That was like college breakup. Long intros always mess up the sad. <laughs> Long intros mess you up with everything. With yeah. podcasts, with YouTube videos. You just don't like long intros. Let me see. Okay. What was the line in here? Let me look at the lyrics. What it's was the line? It's never the right time to say goodbye. <laughs> 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 that was it. That was one of my favorite songs. I think this is a good breakup song. Mm-hmm. I think this is the right one. And I think Love and Basketball made this popular. Let me see. Dang, mm-hmm. this, this just feels like, this feels, feels like feels despair. Sad and slow. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God damn, my life is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm such a, I'm such a piece of crap because... When when I get in those when I got in, I, I had some relationship issues I always go listen to uh, gospel. <laughs> you wanted Jesus to and pull God, you. Yeah, God, God would be like, "Why are you talking to me? <laughs> like that's on you, bro." So like I'd be like, "Damn," <laughs> and he made me feel like that. I feel like he was saying that to me because I couldn't get it out of my head. Just like, dog. Oh, now you want to talk to me? Now you want to talk to me before? Yeah. So I'm like, Dad. <laughs> that's funny. what do you think Jesus says to our? I think God. Be probably cracking up at it. Yeah, I think he really has to be petty. Like, if I'm God, I'm petty. Yeah. yeah. Because if I'm God, I'm saying, yo, these motherfuckers. Like, I'm, I'm up there wilding out. Like, yeah. yeah, watch this, watch this. Watch this COVID thing, yo. yo see something? <laughs> no, watch like, this I bet y'all won't leave home for 10 days. Watch this. <laughs> it's like, yo, I think he was just like, watch this. These guys. Because we, we such uh, gumps. We simps. We simps. Yeah. Humans are simps. Yeah. All humans are simps. Because yeah. we can't really process things. Mm. So... Like like our one of my favorite podcasts, I'll <laughs> ship topics. I'm gonna start adding that uh, as a topic shift. You ever watch? You listen to um, Mandy and Bridget Kelly podcast? Nah. Great podcast. I've listened to it like a couple of times, but Mandy is one of my favorite podcasters. But also, she's the podcaster I love. I love her as a podcaster, and I don't like her as a podcaster. All the Tell same. Tell me why? Um, because she sometimes says some takes to me. That is just so obviously like you need to grow up. Yeah. But then also I like how honest she is in in a way of she's she learns in real time. Yeah, that's why I think she's honest because she don't realize how problematic she is. She's very problematic. But the thing is, she's, she's in like, and it's funny because it's like, especially the things that she doesn't know are problematic. I'm like, right. you're in a really different world like and you've been in a whole nother world for a long time right. for you to not realize that there's something wrong with this so yeah because i one, listen to horrible decisions so the, i hear over there but she, you know she don't like her yeah they they weren't friends when they started the pod it was just a business decision i i can't i can't pod with somebody that's not my friend i mean they got in arguments about it so much in the beginning they had a therapist i think now they're in somewhat of a groove of being business partners and that is what it is so they don't like each other like that i think i don't i don't think that's the case anymore i think that's what they're using as a defense mechanism to work through their issues but 
So you would you do, could you do a part with somebody you don't like? Hmm. Oh, you don't like it. Oh, she just told me. No. <laughs> Say, I ain't really like you. In the I don't first know. Because contrary to what people may think, I actually asked her to be on the spot. Yeah, I think Nobody we just didn't else. all know each other that well in the beginning. But I don't. I didn't didn't dislike y'all. I'm just trying to think if I could do a pod regularly with someone I don't like. Probably not. I probably wouldn't have. No, especially I when care. it's just us two. I wouldn't be committed. Yeah. To showing up. Yeah. Um, if I don't so. like if. Hold on, hold on. But it's hard for me to dislike people. Did she just play me? So you saying if it was just us two, you wouldn't do the part? But you saying if what? I didn't. I said <laughs> if I didn't like you and oh, okay. it was just us two, okay. it would hard to be committed. Be hard okay. to be committed. I got you. Okay. I'm just making sure. But um, but no, the podcast, yeah, I probably have to like the people a little bit. Yeah. Got to like the people a little bit. So moving on, speaking of relationship stuff we were talking about, let's segue into... So me and Sid, the one good thing about Mel, Mel not being here or Maul not being here is we love a show that is very near and dear to me. Uh, it's Married at First Sight. Same. I, I applied for Married at First Sight. I would love that for you. I think that would, you would be great on there. I know. You would be great on there. So I want to just talk <laughs> about the pieces of shit that's on this season. Everybody on this season is a piece of shit. Yeah, I can't wait to see who's still together at the ring. Yeah. So or who tried to get back together or whatever. But. Except for... Surprisingly, no, not everybody's a piece of shit. My two favorite characters are, I say characters because they characters, Lindy mm-hmm. and I like Kristen. Mm-hmm. Kristen's a real one. I think they're both real, but I think Lindy is yeah. so real because of her uh, upbringing. Yes, her upbringing. She's like, I don't. She I was raised in a cult and I'm not going back. Right. Everything. She, I'm not going back. She's like, I'm going to be honest about everything. I'm going to be open about everything because she's like, I've been through so much and not been able to do so many things yeah. that I'm not trying to live that life again so yeah i do think they are both um very real and kristen i feel like she's very a very committed and dedicated person to have dealt with what she dealt with on because it wouldn't be me it was it was funny because lindy <laughs> which um, i hate um, saying that but. so we were talking about murder first sight if you're listening and you should watch it even if you're not it's an interesting show you can watch mm-hmm. any season watch it straight through and it's, it's, it's great tv but lindy i remember on one confessional she was like mitch i mean bitch i was like yeah she wow she calls me no bitch. well that's why i really think um that she's more bitchy but she probably reeled it in for the show who's that kristen yeah oh yeah in real life she's probably way more i think she should have brought that because i think he needed that because i never met such a more condescending mean per mean yeah. nice person than Mitch, but she season. knew that would have ran him completely away. But he is. But he definitely needs actually him. a very mean person. Yeah, and not a kind person. And very stuck in his ways. Very stuck like, in to his an ways. extreme. But and he, like I get some of it, but it's like you gotta be give some grace. I always say buzz. I hate. Okay, so this season, last season, two. One thing that stuck out was I don't like talk. When I say talk, not just talking. It's like corporate speak or like po- politically correct speak. Mm-hmm. It bothers me because I think Alexis does it in this season. She's really good at speak and in the yeah. words she says and the positioning of the words. And because it. people say really put together shit, that don't mean to make them really good people. Right. She says really put together words and she put sentences together well. And she saw I, and one word we're going to abandon in 2022 going to 23 is safe space. We're going to say space. Space is because people use that space thing is all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a it's just bullshit. It's like y'all because people think they have great. What is it called when somebody has a good vernacular and like that talk? But yet they're saying bullshit. 
What is that called? It has to be called something. But her and it's what's a word for the girl called. from last season did the same thing and she broke poor Mike's heart. What's that girl name? The skinny. Uh, she's very petite. I don't anyway, remember people's names. But she, I forgot, I'm going to find her name. Um, I guess this is season 15 or 16. What is this one? Um, let's see. Because I was looking for Alexis' uh, sign because I'm intrigued. So she. 15. 15. So in season 14, the girl, uh, Murder First Sight season 14, whoever that girl was, we got to find her. We got to find her real quick. Married at first. Hey, Scream Man, put it up. Uh, <laughs> first Sight season. 14? Yes, that's last season you're looking for. Yes, so who are the characters? Let's see. The cast was, the girl that I did not like was, was it season 14? You sure? Oh, here it is, season 14. Um, I can cut this out because I got to find. She was skinny and she was, she was very skinny. I'm looking at her. Okay, but nevertheless, <laughs> she you- said things that were very proper and... Unfortunately, I don't have the capacity to really be here with you. I need to do this for me. Stuff like that is just bullshit because it just sounds good. But nevertheless, it's really it was a she was a black girl. Oh, um, Jasmina. She was a piece of shit. <laughs> Jasmina was a piece of shit. Okay, and I think pe- because people, I think she knew as soon as she saw him at the altar. Dog, she knew. She knew that she ain't want him. And the girl from last season that was just like, I'm a good person. I'm a good oh, person. She, I'm a good what's person. Her name, Alyssa? Yo, piece of shit. And she's like, she just wanted to be portrayed as the best person ever on TV, and it backfired. And, and I'm she happy was that it backfired. Oh yeah, I didn't know so people terrible. dragged her through the mud. And she, oh, just, yeah. she needed she it terrible. deservingly. Yeah, <laughs> she, she was terrible. horrible. I'm like, dog, you didn't even talk to the man. Like, you didn't even give him no chance. And he was trying. He was when, trying to the point where he didn't have to and didn't deserve. And he was such a real one, and kept hitting her back with facts mm-hmm. that she really was just like. I don't know what it is. I'm a good person. I don't know. I'm a good person. What does that mean? (laughs) That she wants y'all to think that she's good and not to judge her for not being attracted to the person that she married. But but you being honest is being a good person. Saying, I don't like you, bro. People don't believe that. People don't think that being truthful um, reflects well on them because it might not be, you know, a popular opinion. But Being truthful isn't a popular opinion. Look at Jesus. They killed him. What you going to do? Bruh. You know what I mean? But I was about to say something real uh, what about to controversial. Say? What's that? Now they killing Kanye. <laughs> Dog, I'm going to let y'all know. If y'all listen to this part, y'all been listening to this part, I'm a Kanye stan. But let me, guess, let me let y'all know something. I am sitting all the way down. Yeah, he... Kanye is gone. He's long gone. gone at this point. He is long. no longer one of us. He is no longer with us. Yeah. I think we he done kicked the kids out of his school today. Yeah. Just, it's, yeah. He what? His, uh, his school that he opened, he closed school today. He said it's done. They got to go find another school and nobody getting refunds. It costs $15,000 a year for his students to go there. Nobody's getting refunds. What's a, is a, it's shut a, down um, today. Like middle school year, y'all got to find another school. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> like who does that? Who knew Obama? Obama predicted this. <laughs> he did. When he did the Taylor Swift thing. He said he's a jerk. He, he said he's an asshole. <laughs> Obama. Everybody should play that drop on their podcast with the radio show. <laughs> 
When somebody talk about Kanye, play the Obama drop when he uh, took that. I, I genuinely Swift. hope that he gets help though. Oh no, right now he's just ruining his life. Oh it's yeah, like yeah, he yeah, needs yeah. help. He's, he's a black man needing help, and I hate this. I hate the fact that he's a black man. I really, you know, my heart goes out to him. Yeah. But the same token is you got to look at help people that want to be helped. Nope. Um, exactly. Sometimes people are sick and they need to be committed to some institutions, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, but well, back to Mary at first. Yeah, back to Mary at first sight. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something, Alexis. I'm going to put you on my piece of shit list. I'm going to put you right there next to... What's the girl? I'm I'm I went to pull up the cast. This no, what's the girl from last season? Oh, um, dang it. Uh, Jasmina. She don't... Yeah, she's right next to Jasmina. <laughs> uh, Jasmina's higher than you, but you're close, Alexis. Only because he... You did not like... You don't like this man. Mm-hmm. You're basically calling him the B word. I'm trying not to cuss. Mm-hmm. You, you're basically calling him that without saying it. Because you keep saying, and then you're going to get to the final episode, sit in front of Pastor Cal and say, he ain't hitting it right. Duh. Why does she keep, and Why thing, you my problem saying with that teacher. is like, she told um, the girls like, you know, sometimes with a guy the first time, whatever, it's not the best, but you learn. He, she said, I can be with someone who is not the best in the bed because we learn over time and grow and blah, blah. Duh. So why were you speaking that BS? Right. To only keep hammering it home on that nigga. Like, okay. <laughs> Damn. There's no, nothing more emasculating than a woman doing that, yeah. embarrassing you on national television. Yeah. I know he's watching that now. I'm like, oh, I must be a little. I will weird. shoot her a little bit of bail and say that after decision, I don't think he should have kept poking her about, oh, you no. going to change your mind? That you was his change fault. Your mind? That you was his fault. Your, like, yeah. okay. Just, like, his, that was insecurity. Yeah, his insecurity and is I don't think anyone should keep poking somebody like that. Because I now I, I don't think she should have, you know, gotten divorced because of that. Mm. But I can understand her acting out. I got divorced? Well, yeah. Well, uh, did you watch the full last episode? I you said you watched it. I did, but I didn't watch it all the way to the end. What happened? So, so they get to the. I mean, so, I, I saw it um, coming. You know how, like, after decision day, all the couples get together. Oh, uh, okay. They were like going around, and each pre, uh, each couple was saying like what they decided. They de- said what they decided, but then she brought up the fight right after, and so it kind of rehashed again. And um, in that moment with the cameras. I think he asked her again if she regrets her decision. And she was like, yes, I'm done. And so he was like, she just said she's done. Like, what? And she's like, yeah, I'm done. I can't do this no more. And he was like, all right, I guess we're getting a divorce. Good night. And he walked off camera. And, like, then when they were cleaning out the apartment, they were barely speaking. It was pretty much understood that they were getting a divorce. It's it's sad because he he dug his own grave with her, but she also was not ready to be in a relationship. Yeah, they. That's why I said they both have faults. Because at the end, I just what I didn't appreciate was him keep poking with his insecurity. Like, did you or do you regret? Do you like? Dang, give her a chance to regret it. Like, but I don't want to sound objectifier. I don't want to sound mean. And guys, you know, I am not an objectifier, but I got to give credit when credit is due. And I think some things you have to award. And appreciate when you see them. Mm-hmm. That ass. Oh, Ale- Alexis makeup, Lord. her body, her I hair. Said, man. Oh wait, I like I and like that's why and I should look this up, but she don't have an Instagram. I was every episode I'm looking, I'm like, wow, is, is she a cosmetologist? Because her <laughs> hair great. is always On like fleek. right. Even On when fleek. she had braids, she had it. Style. Yeah, I'm like, it was great. Figuring that out, and I'm like, Fitz was Fitz was different. And sometimes. I'm like, is she getting someone to do this for every time they have to film, or is she doing it? I will because give it up. She looked great. She had it down. So I'm her, like, I don't and know what classes she took. Her and the girl from last se- the season with the preacher kid. 
Oh yeah. Cause she had, she, she did, was blessed she had that too. Wagon, yeah. I said they gotta, we gotta see a, a ass off. It was we another gotta, one that had wagon. She was back from Philly. Yeah, I appreciate those kind of things. They show and I think character. she went to Lincoln too. But. Oh, for mm-hmm. that was a school I was gonna go to out of high school. <laughs> um, but no, those things show character. We're not objectifying here at Uncensored Views. We're just literally just telling the truth. Um, because it was on national television. You cannot tell me. I saw that brown dress, and I said. They put that on TV. They they knew what they was doing when they put that on TV. Yeah, she's she's. But you can also kind of understand why she goes for her type because she knows that she can get it. That's why mm. she didn't want because she had seen him on a dating app before Married at First Sight ever happened. And she didn't match with him on purpose because she didn't think that he would have. He she in her opinion he was too skinny. She got a guy with some meat on her bone. So it's like you can understand. I wanted to say that, but I think yeah. we know what the real problem why you felt as though he wasn't, you know, doing what well, you needed him to do. Well, she wants a guy that can handle her. But she wants a guy that can toss her around. He, he's a small guy. Yeah, he's skinny. Yeah, small he's guy. he's he's tall, which is why they call him Tree. But he's skinny. Yeah. So, so do you as do women? Is that the way you size? Like, is that in your mind as a woman? Their like, penis? Mm. No. <laughs> like, what? Am I sizing them? <laughs> Not like that, but I'm saying the aesthetic and what could, the potential potentiality of the aesthetic and what this could mean for me in that department. No, I, I don't, but I'm a fat woman, so I go about things a little bit differently. What do you well, mean? Well, I can't even say that because I, I, every fat woman doesn't do it. But I don't, I don't have a type. I don't... Um, assess no people by their body type because I don't want them to do that to me. Okay, so I'm gonna sing this song. I ain't got no type. <laughs> Bad bitches is the only thing. Is that, that what I you like. said? Yeah. You, okay, you call women bitch, men bitches too. Yeah, everybody's a bitch. You call them into a bitch to his face? Um, sometimes jokingly. Ooh, I don't. Like I'll, I'll be like yo bitch ass, like yo joking, jokingly. I said I call somebody. A bitch I don't take jokes today. well, so that's not really for me. <laughs> or like bitch ass nigga, but it's like it's all in your tone. Of mm. like you knowing I'm not calling you I got a you. bitch. I got you. So, so <laughs> what's I about to say? But no, I, I don't really got much else to say about that. I think that was my biggest take. Well, Lindy, give it. I think he. I think homeboy just lost saw. Miguel. Yeah, cause she not. I was like, he never been a black woman, really. Cause that's that's light. <laughs> yeah, like, he had a couple week, well, a couple episodes. Of like just going ham on her for no reason, dog, like very controlling, very manipulative, and it made me like, feel what? bad. Like, dog, you should not make her feel crazy. I one thing women don't like is to be made to feel crazy, and he exactly. made sure he made sure she was sure felt did. crazy. So I'm glad that by decision day they had worked through that because I do think they'll be good together. They seem yeah. pretty compatible. I think he speaks to her, his inse- she speaks to his insecurity so much that he has to react in that way and yes he, he wants to hide because yeah. she exposes him because she's not going to let you control her yeah and he's used to woman he's used to being the prize in a relationship like oh. oh you're lucky to be with me but she like and i, I i'm not scared of you right and yeah. i like that yeah but so I, i'm looking forward to the reunion because i want to see who's still together who tried to get back together because i definitely think um, Alexis and what's his name, Justin. I think they will try to rekindle. They should because I ain't gonna lie to you, Alexis. You expose yourself this season. If yeah. men are watching, they're like, 
Dog. But um, one of the the New Orleans season where they had COVID, so like the season was a bit longer than normal. They said like that extra time without the cameras helped so much I bet. for some of them to stay together, and so that's why I kind of understand when you're not sure taking that time to be like, all right, let's let's try this out yeah, without it, cameras. It was very public, and then people are watching you like yeah. like a hawk. Yeah. Now I think I do think that continuing therapy at that point is Mm -hmm. you should but i do think um not having the cameras living in a comfortable environment things like that i think it's worth Mm. the try if if it's enough good in the relationship some of them it wasn't enough good for them to keep trying i guess we gotta talk about stasia yeah i think they i think they'll figure it out i think i think they'll figure it out stasia has she has work to do I think I they think both has, have work to do. Yeah, I think they both have work. He got some temper issues. Yeah. But I think Stasia thinks she's better than she... I think she's been humbled. I hope she's been humbled because yeah. she... She thinks that she has it all together. And every time you feel like you have it all together, life has a way of showing you that you don't yeah, have it all yeah. together. So, so. But I think they'll be good. I mean, they got tatted. So I'm like, y'all better both say mm-hmm. yes. It's <laughs> so. surprising. What's the other couple? Um, ben. Ben. I actually think it was less him and more her more heard like not giving him grace yeah and she really she was overreacting she had issues like she uh, had ish- trying to get her name she had that she had childhood drama i think he just was young and dumb a little bit yeah in terms was. of i say young his not his age but maturity wise like he didn't have enough relationship experience because i felt like he was learning mm-hmm. i think it was a little bit over she overreacted a bit when him telling justin all their business Because i think it's unrealistic to think in this kind of situation that you're not going to go to the other couples for advice. I think right. if, cause like in the real world, you're going to go to your friends for advice exactly. and things like that. When you're in an experience where a lot of people haven't experienced it, it is very natural to want to talk to these other people. So I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I think her only issue was that she, he wasn't honest with her about right. him talking to other people. But again, I don't think that was that huge. But a hot take was my hot take on that situation is when you're a man and your homeboy confides in you, if it leaks, is on you. Yeah, because he was pillow talking. You was pillow talking. And Alexis got a big mouth. <laughs> right. And you got to know that about your lady. If your yeah. lady got a big mouth, you don't pillow talk. Maybe right. She, you can pillow talk. But that pillow talking ultimately was the problem. I actually think, Ben, we would have been fine if Justin wasn't pillow talking. Yeah. But he's so emotional <laughs> he that he can. has to get it out. He wants to share it all with he's his a, wife. He's such a sharer. But, but the other thing I wanted to mention is and I'm trying to get her name that was married to Ben Morgan. She wasn't honest with him first because the whole reason why she thought he was talking shit behind her back is because they realized off camera that she doesn't have her degree. Her Let me tell you something. And, but she says she did. I so work she with, did lie. Right, I work with nurses. It is a big deal mm-hmm. if a nurse has their BSN versus just their RN. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't feel the same. It's a status thing. Mm-hmm. So, I get why he would say that. Like, if you have your RN, it's not that you're not great, but it's a difference in terms of status and people in that healthcare And she said world. she was one class away. So it's like, all right, so she should be honest about that then. Right. You got one class. Just like, be honest. And so, I, and so it's like, she lied first. And so I kind of understand Ben being like, yo, she said she got this, but she ain't got Like, uh, who wouldn't do that? Well, obviously like, she was insecure about that, but she yes. never wanted to be vulnerable. And she didn't want it to be public. Right. She didn't yeah. want to be vulnerable and transparent and say, you know, that's really a big insecurity of mine. You're yeah. right. And let's move on. And right. because she had to fight for her insecurity, she tarnished the whole marriage. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I do. Th- I, I don't know if 
they had mentioned earlier that they go to the same gym, but they mentioned it after like the decision day thing. They go to the same gym, so they see each other sometimes. That is true. And they just wave at each other. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if like at any point they will converse again or if it's like dead, I think, dead. I think he should find somebody else because I think he's growing. I think he was growing and yeah. she don't want to grow. She yeah. just won't be mad. Hopefully they got an annulment so it's not a like full divorce. Right. For some of the previous couples from past seasons, they were able to just get it annulled. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then for some of them, it's still just a divorce. Though it's like, it's not like you got a report of your relationship history. Right. So it's like, but I guess you're supposed to tell people like, yeah, I've been on the show. I've been married before, blah, blah, when you're dating a new person. so Interesting. So we're not going to get into this topic fully, but I wanted just to say this tweet. Cause we're going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I think this might carry our whole next episode if I can kind of uh, get this out. So someone mentioned it was a, this is a Twitter post. Um, it says someone mentioned that they did a lot of self work and healing while single, but now they are in a relationship. They are triggered often, and, said, and she says, "I thought I was healed." That's pretty common. And here's the thing. So we're going. This is a long tweet, but I think one thing people gotta understand: healing alone is not the same as growing with a person. Oh yeah. Your healing alone is healing alone. Mm-hmm. You're healing in a relationship or growing in a relationship is growing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. People are naturally going to trigger you. Right. If they don't trigger you, maybe something might not be right. Cause I think you, your partner is going to trigger you. Yeah. So I don't think someone triggering you means that they did something wrong. It means you have not grown. And the thing is, you just got to identify it, deal with it and move on. Not mm-hmm. just run from it. Get triggered once again. Because right. a lot of times people love to say that triggers me. Okay, it triggers you, and mm-hmm. that don't mean I'm, not, I'm I have to move different because it triggers you. You need to deal with your trigger or communicate it. But if it keeps triggering you and you never want to get past triggering, at some point the guns, gonna, the bullets, gonna come out the chamber. <laughs> it's gonna kill you. I think the only caveat there is that sometimes a partner will be willing to go about things differently because it triggers you. But at some point, when how often, how long do you placate somebody's triggers? To the point where, though, they're not trying to grow. Like, yeah. I think your your triggers, me and my wife always talk about our issues this year can't be the issues next year. Mm-hmm. Our triggers this year shouldn't be the triggers next year. I mean, ne- the following, yeah, you are, keep growing. Even, yeah. I don't want my problems to be the same in five years. Mm-hmm. Like, if today money's my problem in five more years, I want the problem to be where to put my money. Like, I want... More money, more problems. I, exactly. <laughs> I want new problems. Like, people don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. people don't want the same problems as weird. Yeah. But we are going to hold that topic only because I think Mel will be a, bring a, Mel or Maul will bring a good vantage point to that. Because I think self-growth is one of those things that, I ain't going to lie, this millennial generation, we have overgrown to the point where we've grown ourselves out of relationships, opportunity, and we've grown ourselves out of friendships. Mm. And I don't think people want to talk about it enough because sometimes people cut people off because literally you have no you have no bandwidth to have any long suffering or endurance mentally or emotionally. And that's think that's I think that's starting to be an issue. So, but with that being said, this is another episode of Uncensored Views. Make sure you like, listen, subscribe, and again, thank you for being a part of our episode. And it's John. Sid. Bye. <laughs> thank you. I realize.